Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, Surface Book 2, Part 2, Episode 2 of The Sam's Report. I hope everybody is having a wonderful day. Uh, if you're in the U.S., next week we've got a, an abridged or short week with Thanksgiving on Thursday. I'm not quite sure what my schedule will be or if I'll have a podcast on Friday. I need to do another What I Use uh, type scenario, and typically those are a good time to do that, so potentially that might happen, but there's a very good chance I might wait until around Christmas time because there's also a absolute drought of content around then as well. So, as I alluded to for the people who jumped in early, this show is going to be mostly about answering your questions that people have asked over the past 24 hours about this guy, the Surface Book 2. It is on. I was just um, waiting there. See how quick that is? Like, the Windows Hello, I... I don't know. I, maybe it's exactly the same, but I feel like it is faster on this machine than it is uh, even potentially on the studio back there or uh, the old order gen service book. I don't know. I, I It just feels faster, and that might just be all in my head. I, I Maybe I could test it or whatever, but there we go. So a uh, little unorthodox. We're going to jump into the questions first. I do have a couple other just show notes. We'll get to that at the end, but people wanted and had a lot of questions about this stuff. And so here we go. Uh, the first question comes from Mr. PKI. He says, the real question is, what PC games have you played with the Surface Book 2? And if the performance is adequate and move away from to desktop for competitive. So there's a key word there, competitive PC gaming. So I will actually fire this up right now. Uh, to be honest, really the only PC game I'm playing right now, which is being played by approximately 10 million other people, uh, is Player Unknown Battleground. I, I play this game fairly frequently and uh, I hit I thought I hit play here let's see yeah and so that's pretty much what I tested it on the Surface Book 2 you can see it's firing up here with the little Windows gamepad uh, I will jump into a game here and just give you some live information because a couple people asked about what settings I was running when I was testing this and so let's go here uh, da -da -da -da, control there we go quality so currently all the settings right now, which you probably have to freeze frame this to be able to, to get up close and read it. Uh, AA is set at medium. Post-processing is at medium. Shadows, I almost always set it low. Uh, textures, medium. Effects, medium. Foliage, medium. And view distance is set to low. And so, and then I have motion blur and V-Sync disabled. And we will hit play here and I will just, you know, sabotage my stats for all of you. So, solo. Oh, I forgot to do solo. No, no, no. Well, I wanted to do solo first-person perspective because third-party, I'm, I'm not a big fan of. Not a big fan of third-party, but we will take a look here um, at the... So it is currently loading up a game uh, at one frame per second. I don't know what it's doing. Usually it works. There we go. And so here you go. The game is loading in, and... Uh, So in the staging area, I'm getting about, this is at 60 frames per second right now in the staging area. So you can, I mean, you can see like it, it's responsive, like it, it works, like this is totally doable. And I actually did play a couple games, got a couple kills. I'm not very good at this game, but it does in fact work. And so right now it's at 67 frames per second. So it, like I said, it is absolutely playable in this format on this form factor. Um, and there's quite a few people in here. So there's, you know, a little bit of carnage going on. Uh, right here, it is dropping down to about 42. Now, that's pretty good. It, to be honest, it's pretty good. It, it's Let's put it this way. You can definitely work it and, and have no problems. Now, to answer Mr. PKI's question about competitive gaming, I... 
if you like I'm a casual gamer and it's perfectly fine for me. Um, could you do it with a competitive gaming? Yes, but here's here's my only kind of concern and uh, this is this is the only thing to consider. The connection between the display and the base where where the GPU is connects right through here. So it's not, I mean, it, it's a good connection, but I'm not, I, I haven't reached a full verdict on if it's a great connection. Now, I will tell you this, it is better than the last gen. So, so far, so good, no issues. And the reason I bring that up is that that is a weak point in the entire setup and it, I have, it, it has been known to crash sometimes just because of that hinge and that connection point. So from a competitive, like if you're playing for serious money or whatever, I don't know if I would use this type of machine. For a casual gamer like myself, um, you're just looking to play some PUBG on the weekends and have a good time. Absolutely, by all means, this is a fine machine. Uh, you're not going to get the highest frame rates and the highest everything because it is a 1060 mobile setup at the end of the day, but it does work. I mean, it is absolutely usable and I've gotten a couple kills. And so if I can get kills using this setup, you can too. You can too. There, there's uh, <laughs> no question about it. So 60 frames per second in PUBG on this machine. It is possible. It is absolutely possible. Uh, what type of little John and JT or little John JT asked, he said, what type of battery life are you getting? Very good question and a very hard one to answer. Let me explain why. Microsoft says 17 hours of battery life. That is watching video. So if you're sitting on a plane and you're flying from uh, roughly San Francisco to Brisbane, Australia, um, yeah, you could, in theory, watch a video that entire time. That is possible. Is somebody going to just do that? Absolutely not. I am getting around 10 to 11 hours of pretty mixed usage on the battery life. Let me put it this way. It will, it will get you a whole workday's worth of work out of the battery at fresh out of the box. It will do that. Are we at the point where you can just, you know, leave the house without your charger and feel good and confident about it? No, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Especially if when you're doing rendering or anything high-end processing, it's going to chew through the battery. That's not, that's not unreasonable. You're asking the CPU to crunch. You're asking the GPU to crunch. It's got to use the power. It's going to use it. So, uh, in theory, you could drain the battery as fast as you want, and you could also make it last longer. There was a report out there that somebody said they got 20.5 hours of just pure video watching out of the machine. Uh, to be honest, it's probably possible. I mean, video wa watching a video, and the other thing is, too, we don't know what resolution and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's very easy on the machine because think about it. You have a defined process, which is video. Uh, it's not going to use the GPU. It's just going to use the Intel integrated graphics. Same thing it uses when you pop the display off. And so it can essentially line up the pipeline and it doesn't need that many resources because it already knows what's coming down the pipe. It's pretty easy. So, uh, you know, a benchmark, I would say 10 hours is where I would feel confident in telling somebody that, that what they're going to get. Can they get more? Yes. Will they get less? Yes. But on average, I think that's probably where you're going to be. And that's, I'm okay with that. I don't think that's, that's too misleading for Microsoft. Uh, but it, well, maybe it is a little bit because they say 17 hours, but they do caveat it. So there you go. Uh, Wigster says, how much does it throttle when the CPU, uh, when CPU only tasks are run for a long time? So I haven't had too bad of throttling 
um, on mine. Now, where you do notice it, you do notice it in gaming somewhat. I, when I set this thing to max performance, these things run and it runs hot. It it absolutely runs hot when you set when you go to click the little battery thing, go to max performance, plug it in, jack the res all the way up. And I opened a uh, couple tabs of TweetDeck because that is ridiculously hard on a browser, which makes it hard on the OS. Eats up the RAM. Um, are you going to notice the throttling? Not so much, to be honest. I didn't really. I don't think I saw any when I was rendering. Um, the cooling on this machine is actually pretty good. I, I don't think I have too many issues with the cooling at this point. When I say it runs hot, I mean, that's my design when I'm trying to, to max it. Anything's going to run hot. Hell, this machine I'm on right now is running actually pretty warm uh, at about uh, 52, 53 degrees Celsius when it typically idles around 35 just doing this podcast. So, um, you know, you stress a machine, it's going to get warm. There's no way around that. We haven't figured out quantum cooling yet and so there you go uh should you be worrying about throttling on this particular model no i this you got to remember though this one has fans in both the top and and the bottom so there are fans which means it's got active cooling which means it's, it can run hotter longer than say the passive ones so uh martin house asks is, is the surface book 2 repairable with components if any uh, could be replaced by an independent computer technician. I don't think so. Um, not easily. I'm sure that there are screws underneath these rubber strips. I personally have not tried. I've never actually opened these things up. To be honest, we need to wait for iFixit. Those guys do a very good job. They are going to give you, honestly, a better opinion about the repairability of this thing. Um, I can tell you that my gut tells me, probably not knowing how repairable the last gen was and how much Microsoft loves soldering and unreplaceable parts. So I would not be expecting that. It says, uh, Will says, will Microsoft be sticking with the same Surface connector? Uh, is the Surface dock now going to be a problem? It limits the display options, which I, the display option limitation is for those not familiar. You can't run two 4K displays at 60 hertz off this machine. It's not currently possible. Uh, it limits the display option to a single 4K, and I believe the power dock promises only 90 watts. I believe you are absolutely correct. Does this limit what the new 15-inch book can do? So this presents a problem. Now, I've heard some rumors and whispers behind the, the closed doors that Microsoft might be making another dock, or at least considering it, because they might have upgraded, I, which I can't confirm this. Microsoft may have made some changes to that Surface dock connector to actually allow a higher power pass-through with the Surface dock and more bandwidth for displays. I, I don't have any information. I've just heard whispers around the rumor mill um, at this time. But yes, that does present a problem. I've already, other reviewers and myself noted that, hey, this thing comes with a 102-watt power brick. 102 watts. That's that's not enough, guys. Uh I personally have not experienced this yet, but I absolutely believe everyone else who has. They said when they're running multiple different types of games over many, many hours, they would actually see power drain while it's plugged in, which means actually that the machine is drawing more power than can pull from the wall. The reason why I absolutely believe them is that if you look at the Razer iteration that's similar spec, um, it has a 250 watt power supply and other gaming rigs from like MSI and all that have a minimum, a minimum of 150 watts. So keep that in mind. If you're buying this thing to do powerhouse gaming, uh, all day long, you might want to look elsewhere. Actually, if you're going to be doing powerhouse gaming all day long, build a freaking desktop. That The desktop PC will still be a better option for the competitive high-end PC gamer. This is much more for the casual gamer. And I honestly think, and, and this is just speculation here, that Microsoft looked at that 
they had to have for, foreseen that. But I bet that they looked at the usage statistics of people that actually put this thing on max performance, actually use it for gaming that long. And it was probably out to like the fourth or fifth standard deviation. They said, you know what? For 99% of people, this is not going to be a problem. For that very small, minute user in that niche scenario, it could be, but they're still going to get a couple hours of gaming before it could potentially shut down. You got to remember that the problem here is that after a while of gaming, and if it can't charge fast enough, in theory, the thing could shut off mid-game. That's the that's the idea is that you're drawing more power than you're putting in. And so there you go. Um, keep that in mind. If you're purely buying a gaming laptop, this one may not be the best choice for pure gamers. But if you're looking at it high-end, like rendering 4K video and using it After Effects and doing all that mashing um, of the CPU, I never had an issue where it was drawing more power uh, than the power supply was outputting. So keep that in mind. Uh, Ruby uh, Tremblay Max says, running heavy games or video applications, do you ever experience battery drain even if you were plugged in with 102 watt power drip? I just addressed that, but yeah, um, I know that some people are, and I absolutely believe them because I believe it is possible. Uh, it does not do it with PUBG, but I think there's other games like Destiny 2 that hit it a little bit harder that would that would cause that. Uh, JLV632 says, uh, I can't get my partner to come around the service. Uh, she wants an HP Spectre X360, said that the dock will uh, we install will have USB-C. If we get a Surface Book 2 13-inch, we'll be okay, be okay powering one 4K display via USB-C and adding uh, charger via the Surface Book 2. Uh, I know it's a compromise, but it might be an investment that works. So yes, you can power a display over the USB Type-C. You should be okay with that and then powering it using... There's the IoT stuff. Alexa, turn on the studio. Why are those turning off? I don't know. None of the other lights are turning off. It's just that one. Just that one. Uh, but anyways, you should be okay doing what you want to do, where you power it um, with the power cord and then just run it over USB Type-C. The only thing, you could use the dock, but I don't think I'd use the dock because, again, 90-watt power supply. So uh, on a side note, that, that Spectre is a wonderful machine, actually. I just recommended to my in-laws to buy one uh, a Spectre X360 because they are they're nice machines so it's not a bad choice so don't feel like if you do end up in that route it's a bad machine by any means uh, HRLN GRV says a pause review of the Pixelbook included a bit about using it as a tablet and that it was a bit bulky as a tablet which got me to wondering are there any publicly available stats on two-on-ones and share uh, uh, of all PCs sold so he's basically wanting to break down your best bet is I think it's Gardner uh, publishes a quarterly report that roughly breaks that stuff down, but there's not anything that's great. Unfortunately, not everybody shares all that data, so you've got to keep looking around. Uh, there were a couple other questions that came in from the YouTube video that I definitely want to address that I posted up yesterday. If you haven't checked it out yet, uh, just look on this channel. I did a full review of the Surface Book 2, including, actually, you know what, I'll play it now, including some glamour shots. Um, which one is it? This one. So there you go. Here's some glamour shots of the uh, the unboxing and whatever. Again, there's no pen in the box, so keep that in mind. Spend three grand on this thing and not get a pen. But some of the questions that came in, um, have I noticed any light bleed? And actually, this is a great shot so far, and I'm going to look at it again. And what he's referring to is light bleeding around the bezel. And so the best way, at least the best way, I think of doing this, let me just try here, is to pull up a black image. Uh, black color. 
Da, da, da. Go to images. View image. Save image as. And we'll go save it to the desktop. And I'll try to show it to you here, but you're just going to get a lot of reflections, unfortunately. Open it with photos because I know this will work. Okay. So let me let me flick it back to the front here. And so this it is on. I mean, you can see the mouse there. This has a black image. Um, trying to get the lights out of there and you can see the screen set up. But if you look at it from about that angle, I'm not seeing any, any real light bleed. Um, if I pinch it at all, a little bit, if you kind of put a little bit of pressure around the screens. But no, not too bad yet. Now, light bleed is one of those things that can show up over time because it's sometimes just a separation between some of the internal components. So keep that in mind that uh, it might show up later. But as of right now, pretty good, actually. And then uh, another question says came in. It says, oh, what are your settings for PUBG? Uh, I already went over that. And they said, is the weight of the device an issue? I forget the weight off the top of my head. Here's the thing. I throw this thing in a backpack most of the time, so it's not too big of an issue. But, I mean, it's 15 inches of metal. You're carrying around 15 inch, 15 inches of this stuff. It does get heavy. It's not the lightest thing. Also, the power brick. Uh, power brick's actually pretty big. So this is the power brick right here. You can see um, and it comes with this little guy. This is the cable for it. Um, the cable is noticeably thicker than the last gen. And hold on here. I might be able to. Uh, not easily. I've got another power brick. Uh, right below my feet, but um, it is noticeably larger than this one, or this one is noticeably larger than the last gen, so not a huge deal at the end of the day. A uh, couple other quick things I wanted to run through is that Microsoft um, extended support of 1511, Windows 10 1511 by six months. I'm going to write something up a little bit deeper about this. I think this is the beginning of showing the problems of Microsoft's rapid release, and the reason why they're extending uh, Windows 10 version 1511 is because enterprises are upgrading to that version and they can't move fast enough to get off of it. So they're adding additional six months of support, which goes to show this is 15.11 is really realistically the first version of Windows 10 that some companies started upgrading to. Other companies are in other versions. But uh, yeah, so they had to extend the support. I'm, I suspect this might be a theme that Microsoft is going to have to realize that, hey, companies can't really update every year which is realistically what you can do. There's twice a year updates and technically you get 18 months, but on a realistic basis, you can find out to update all your machines on Windows 10 at least once a year, roughly. And so this is kind of that first that first uh, hurdle Microsoft's got to deal with, and I suspect it won't be the last. And so they are extending support of 1511. Um, no word yet on if they're to extend support of Windows 7, but we're roughly two years and one month away from that thing reaching end of life. And I suspect there are going to be a lot of people holding out on Windows 7. Uh, other things, Steam VR support is now available for Microsoft's Windows Mixed Reality. Those are kind of the two big things that happened this week in the world of Microsoft. Besides this guy, which I got to tell you guys, I still really like this machine. I was using it last night to write a couple of reviews. Uh... Da, da, da. So uh, somebody asked what the battery capacity is of just the clipboard. I was getting, you can get a couple hours out of it. Again, it's going to depend on what you do, but expect about two hours uh, of use out of that. It's not iPad level quality where you're going to get all that time because most of the battery is down in the base. So 
There you go. Uh, Insignificant88 said, what happened to 1511 for mobile? There wasn't an update this month. Uh, 1511 is no longer supported, so you're probably not getting updates. That's why would be my guess, or at least it's not going to be supported here soon. Uh, does it, Oh, ooh, very good question from uh, Stalin Lobo. So he says, does the machine feel top heavy? So there was an issue uh, that some people had with the other version where the top was heavy. And so the best way to show this is the screen wobble. And so here's the thing. If you're using it like straight up and down like this, the screen the screen wobble is actually it's better it's not it's not as good as a machine that doesn't have a detached ba uh, detachable clipboard but it is improved like i mean if i if i tap on that you can see it's not really wobbling too much now if you put it all the way back here a little bit it does wobble it's hard it's hard to kind of show this but it does wobble a little bit more so to answer your question a couple well a couple questions that come out of that is it better for lapability like i am using you can't really see it right here it's right on my lap um it, doesn't feel so much top heavy no it doesn't uh, it here's the, here's what's going on so you have a larger base or a larger top but the top is actually like go to the store and and detach the top you guys will be surprised at how light it is i mean it is it it's like it's hard to explain because you expect that a 15 inch display like this would be heavy like but it's not like it's very light and so to answer your question does the top feel uh top heavy no i think microsoft did a good job with the balancing um, one of the other things that they did when they refined the hinge which i'll show here is these pegs are a little bit taller now and i think that little bit taller helps um help keep it more stable and they also are now it's going to be real hard to show this but they're actually now molded into the into the hinge here as previously they were actually just placed in and so those two little changes help it feel a little bit more stable than the last gen which actually goes a long way and there's those lights again alexa turn on the studio lights okay like, i don't know why it does this but um so is it more lappable yes i i think that concern is completely gone for this machine the last gen was a little bit more top heavy but when you put more batteries in the base, you give a little bit higher pegs. Overall, it just feels a little bit better. Uh, is it faster than the iPhone X than the Windows Hello? I, that's very hard to tell. I have used the iPhone X um, facial login with a friend's machine or a friend's phone. Um, <laughs> it's hard to say. It's quick. I mean, watch. You can just open it up once it kicks on. The iPhone X might be a little bit faster, but the only reason I think the iPhone X might be faster is that the iPhone is just kind of always on. When I shut this lid, it's it's gone to sleep, and so it's got to wake up from sleep. Uh, it, it's it's very good. I would not be too concerned about it. Uh, can you hook it up to a gaming monitor with high refresh rate and game? Yes, you should be able to. So just think of it this way. This machine has one, essentially, if you use the dock, it has one full display port bandwidth out. So if your monitor runs off a DisplayPort uh, and it only needs one connection for DisplayPort, then you should be okay. There should be enough bandwidth to make it uh, happen. Uh, somebody said, got my Surface Book 2 15-inch yesterday. Congrats. Uh, what accessories should I get? Getting a Surface Pen today, but looking for a nice case and wireless mouse. So wireless mouse, Microsoft actually has a new Surface Mouse. It's 100 bucks. It is pretty nice. It is pretty nice, but I... Uh, it, it's very reminiscent of this, the Logitech MX Master. And me personally, I like this mouse a little bit better than the Surface Mouse. 
again, the Surface Mouse is fine, but they're the same price. And if I was to pick the Logitech, the Logitech MX Master or the new Surface Mouse, I would get that. Now, if you want all your stuff to match, like if you want it to actually match, then get the Surface Mouse. You'll be happy with that. You will not, I mean, it's a good mouse. It, it's very nice in your hand, but I think that mouse has a little bit better because couple reasons. One, there's more buttons on it. There's also a thumb scroll wheel, which is actually very nice and you can map it. The Logitech software is great. You can remap any button to anything you want. And so there you go. Uh, why won't Microsoft sell me more than one drive store or one more than one terabyte of one drive storage? I don't know. I don't, I don't know why Microsoft is putting that artificial limit on there. Uh, Trey says his is coming today. Uh, da, 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 da. I don't know the answer to this question, but it's something that says, is the SSD in the 15 faster than the 13 inch? So I don't have a 13 inch, which is part of the problem, but it, he's saying it's uh, 1800 read and 600 write. And that's, it, that's not the best performance for the price. I don't think it's an M.2 drive. So I need to check on that. Uh, how does it compare to the Dell XPS 15? I haven't seen the latest, I haven't used the latest iteration. Dell makes good machines, but it, this one feels, physically feels more premium, and it also costs more. So that's kind of the difference. You know, the nice thing about the Windows machine world is you have options. You can, if you want to pay more money, you absolutely can, and you can get a better machine. If you don't want to pay that money, you can buy a, a lower cost machine, and you have options. So just kind of keep that. How is the accuracy of the pen input? Has it improved from the last model? Have you tested it drawing? I wish Microsoft would improve their pen uh, to a pro level drawing like other art tablets. So let me qualify that. I am a terrible artist. Um, I can barely draw stick figures by, I can write my name and I can write, but I I'm terrible at drawing. And so it is, it's, it's the new pen is better than the old pen. I, Microsoft didn't make a huge deal about making any performance improvements on the display. I suspect it's roughly the same as last gen. Um, the pen is more is better though. Oh gosh, what else we got here? Now I got to scroll back down. Uh, da, 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 da. So yeah, the final question here it says, "Is it worth it? Is it worth it? You know, is it worth? Is it worth it?" Is a very hard question to say because to me, um, he, here's my problem. Like for me. I could use a lower quality machine and save some money. You absolutely could. You could go spend 1500 bucks on a laptop and get a very nice laptop that will do most of what the Surface does. Not all of it. You're not going to get as good of a graphics card. Uh, you're not going to get as high of um, screen size and all that kind of stuff, but it would be pretty close. So really it comes down to if it's worth it for you. This is a machine that is mostly no compromise. It doesn't have Thunderbolt 3, which I think is an asinine move from Microsoft. Um, and my furnace just kicked on. So if you hear any background noise, that's what that is. But is it worth it? Let me, let me put it this way. It is a great machine. If you buy this machine for starting price of $24.99, and that's not a problem for you, that price point, you will be happy with it. I promise you that you will be happy with it if that price is not an issue. But I know that not everybody wants to spend $2,500 on a laptop. And will, are there other laptops out there that will make you happy for less money? Yeah, the Surface Laptop's a great choice if you don't need a dedicated GPU or a detachable display. That being said, 
do I think it's worth it? Yeah, I do. It's a super premium device. It's iconic. Um, it stands out on its own. People, you can recognize it. It's a good machine. Other thing I want to point out too, this is the last gen Surface Book. This is the one, the performance base that I've been using for a year now, roughly. Um, and I've used this thing literally every, just about every single day of the week. And I want to show you something. Do you see any wear tear marks here? Nope. Nope. I did clean it up with a microfiber cloth, but uh, look at that. What that what I'm trying to point out there is that this machine will last. Like if you use if you're familiar with Dell's carbon fiber deck lids that you put on like the XPS 13 that show oil after a week and they look like crap after a month. This machine is not that. It will stand the test of time from a durability as long as you're not dropping it down a flight of stairs. And so uh, from that aspect, you can buy with confidence that it's going to last. Uh, it, the, the exterior is going to last. I can't comment on whether or not the parts might crap out on the inside, but the keyboard, trackpad, and uh, palm rest will not get overly dirty, and it will look like it's new for a very long time, which is a, a very nice thing. And the last question here comes from Julio, uh, I can't pronounce your last name. Uh, will we have to wait to see, to see, yes, to see the first Windows on 10 ARM laptops? Well, a couple of other questions came in. That's a great question. Some information leaked out a little bit about HP getting some staging sites built for it. I'm hoping not. I suspect if we're going to see them, it's going to be like early to mid-December is going to be my guess. If not, then it will be CES, which reminds me I need to book my hotel and I'm going to pay out the butt to go there. And I don't even really want to go. Um, but yeah, that is uh, that. Uh, Kevin says, how do I convince my boss to buy me one of these for my next upgrade? Prove your worth, Kevin. No, I'm, seriously, that's... <laughs> if you could prove to him that you will be able to get more done and be a better productive employee, that's probably your best route. Or uh, land some huge sale and make the company a bunch of money and say, look, I got us a great sale. How about you buy me the laptop that I want? That's that's gonna be it because it's it's tough. It's expensive, especially when you have other great options out there from like the Lenovo Carbo Carbon X One. Uh, you've got HP high end stuff. I can't think of the model number, but the new HP one that Paul had that was white. Uh, beautiful machine. So, uh, how, other question comes in. Druidian says, "Have you tried Windows Mixed Reality on it?" So yes and no. Have I tried it on this specific this specific machine? No. Did I try it at the launch event on this machine? Yes, and it does work. So, uh, it, it works. I mean, it supports Windows Mixed Reality, and there you go. So, uh, well, guys, uh, the reason why I wanted to do a comment or question-only show is mostly because it took about 30 minutes or so, which is usually... Ah, <laughs> Alexa, turn on the studio. IoT hell, folks. That's that. You're that's what you're looking at right there is IoT hell. Now I've got to figure out how I'm gonna fix this or what I'm gonna do here. Mm -mm 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 -mm. I don't know why that one's doing it and the other ones aren't. I don't know what the um, what the issue is. So. All right, guys. Well, that wraps it up for today. I very much appreciate all the questions about this stuff. If you have any more, drop them in the comments, and I will try to answer them the best that I can. Uh, and if you've got one, I'd be curious to know your opinions about it, how things have worked out for you. I suspect that most people are going to be pretty happy. Microsoft didn't make any like bold bets here or big changes. And there we go, guys. Uh, that's it for today, folks. If you have any other questions, let me know, and I'll catch you right back here next time.